Shalom Avrocha, Erev Shabbos, here in Eretz Yisrael, we're reading Bamidbar. We've gotten to that new Sefer. We've gotten to two-thirds of the way, uh, three-fifths three of the way through the Torah. Ah, unbelievable. I'll tell you like this. In America, they're still reading Bechukosai, which is the end of Ayikra. And here in Eretz Yisrael, we're starting Bamidbar. Usually in America... I think it's every year that it always falls out that the Shabbos right before uh, Shavuos is always Bamidbar. Here in Eretz Yisrael, because the last day of the second, I mean the eighth day of Pesach was a Shabbos, so we are only holding one day, and so therefore it was a regular Shabbos for us, so we're a Shabbos ahead. But I think the message is pretty clear, the idea of reading Bamidbar before Shavuos still applies to us. We just have an extra week of having heard that message. And Rav Gamliel said, this is a simple Rashi. He says, they just open, he says, they should open up yeshivas just to, to learn Chumash Rashi. That's how amazing Rashi is. Rashi says, in the beginning of Bamidbar, he says that, that Kodesh Baruch Hu told Moshe to count Klal Yisrael. And basically, mitochi bosom lefonov because of how dear they are to Kodesh Baruch Hu, he counts them all the time. I have a, a special Sefer, an old, old Sefer. It's like, you know, it's, just a, it's nice to be able to see and to have and touch something that is dear to you and you look at it and you examine it to make sure that all its qualities are there. With Klal Yisrael, Kodesh Baruch Hu looks at each and every Yid and counts them. Now, what does counting have to do with anything? What does counting show achiba? As a matter of fact, sometimes you, you'd think that counting might even be counterintuitively a curse. You say, we, we you never count Jews. You don't count them. So it seems to be when a kosh counts, then it doesn't have that effect. The Swarim Kedoshim seem to say whenever you count something, you're kind of giving a definition to it. This is number one. This is number two. And you give a lim- certain limitation, it's kind of like putting boundaries on things. Whereas when a Kosh Baruch Hu does that type of counting, it has the opposite effect. It, it magnifies things. But it also says that it wasn't a mere number. The Lashon of the Pasuk was, Su'u es rosh kol adas b'nei Yisrael, l'mishpechosam l'beizavotam, b'mispar sheimos, with a number of names. And the number of names, what does it mean, the number of names? Because it wasn't just a number. It's each name had that significance. Now, we know that, that and Chazal tell us, it's brought down Shulchan Aruch, um, many places they have, um, but that's, don't worry, that's the Shabbos um, generator kicking in. Um, the idea of names is something that is defines a person's essence. But in Shulchan Aruch, when they're talking about numbers and counting, counting could also so kind of give a bracha to something and give a significance and importance to something. We see it in, uh, 
in the halacha of something, let's say, has a shalom, a person had a, a cholent, and then something fell in the cholent. So it depends what, what falls in the cholent. If it's just another piece that is exactly the same as the rest of the cholent, it looks the same. And, and Again, this is not halacha lemaisa, but something falls in your cholent, if you have 60 times more of the rest of the stuff than the thing that was ushered that fell inside, then it's bottle. Again, but if you could detect the presence of that thing, such as if that thing has a strong flavor, such as a, what they call a davar harif, a sharp thing, a tzipedikizach, something that's presence is felt, so 60 times is not enough. There's another category of things that if it falls in, let's say a davar chashev, something that's in significant importance. So a what's known as a chaticha haruya liskabed. Let's say you have a, a cholent made for a, a big shabbaton, let's say for a Shabbos shavuot for hundreds of people, and instead of little tiny pulled pieces of pulled meat in the cholent, each there's like a big, you know, what do they call it? A cowboy steak for each person in the cholent. I don't know how it's going to taste. But, and a treif cowboy steak falls in. Because cowboy steak, according to my understanding, I don't know if I've ever had one, but it's a, supposedly a zaftige piece of flesh. The presence of such a chosh of a shtick flesh that piece of meat is so choshev that it's never bottled. So too, it follows that there's something else that has a chashivas, and the chashivas is not necessarily because of what its status is because of the market value of that thing, or what they call a chaticha haruuya liskabit, something that you'd honor a guest with with a piece of meat like that. Rather, it's something called a dover shibiminyan. Something that is counted. Something that they sell. Like here in Eretz Yisrael, I think that in America also, I'm not sure if it goes this way, but instead of selling pineapples, pineapple, instead of selling pineapples per pound, you know, 39 cents a pound, a pineapple is sold as an individual fruit. There are certain kind of Japanese pears that are individually wrapped, that they're sold as individual pieces. I'm not sure how it goes. Maybe different stores have different ways of doing it. But the general idea, something that is chashev, something that is, is significant enough that you don't just sell it as, you know, per pound, that has a special status and it says special importance and significance that something like that is not bottle. So if you put a pineapple, a tray of pineapple in your cholent, if you have another 60 pineapples, it's still not bottle. <laughs> but anytime you could find that item in the cholent, you'd also have to remove it. But that's a, a se- separate point. Why am I telling you this? Because what Akash Baruch Hu is counting the Jewish people... It's not just like counting like how many people do we have here, like you know, trying to make sure the, the plane, the, the bus is full, everybody's here and stuff like that. Do we have everybody in? It's not by names. 
they call out the names, that's a different print, different point. Just numbers. How many people have a head count? Unfortunately, when I came to I spent some time, very little time, in the Israeli army. And uh, it was very, very perturbed that they insisted on counting, you know, by heads. I was like, it's a curse. It was just like, whatever, that's irrelevant. But when a, when a human being counts stam numbers, it has a negative effect. When a Kozhboru counts, he doesn't count numbers. He counts the names, giving significance and importance to every Jew. Now, but what does it say? It also says that before before we we have um, the Torah, before the Torah is given on Shavuos, we read this to remind us of our Hashivas, to remind us that we're a part of Klal Yisrael as a whole, that we are a part of the significant nation that just like a Sefer Torah. You need to have all the letters to be a kosher Sefer Torah. And if a letter is missing or a puzzle, the whole Torah, Torah is puzzle. So to Klal Yisrael, everybody ha- is significant. Everybody matters. Nobody could be missing. And that's what we need to know, that everybody makes a difference. No matter how insignificant you think you are, Koshboro is saying, no, you are dear to me. Maybe you don't know why you're dear to me, but you are dear to me. I think it's the Svas Emes. Uh, remember my Rebbe, Mordecha Friedlander, Zeyat Tzadik, Rebrocha, he had said that the Svas Emes says that if anybody thinks they know what it is about them that makes them chaviv and dear to Koshboro, whatever it is that they, they, they think it is, that's definitely not it. Kosh who loves us for the reason he loves us. It's not something logical. So every yid matters. Every year yid, yid counts because we're not just stam, insignificant thing, things. We're human beings. We're important. But now it says that when there's an idea that the Tehillah Yisrael the Rav Tilas Yisrael, Zeher Tzadik Levrocha, an unbelievable Tzadik, Kadosh, unbelievable, huge Neshama, he actually says that, an interesting thing, why does it say in the Pasuk, when you count them, from 20 years and older, kol yotzei tzavah, Israel. Everybody who joins the Israeli army. It means it says anybody who joins is in the army of Israel. I'll tell you this. I really have to let people know that a Yid who fights in the Israeli army has a tremendous Kedusha. Tremendous Kedusha. It's not known to him. But there's a certain willingness to be most nefesh for the klal that makes every soldier extremely holy. Um, I think that they say that Rav Shalom Zalman Arbach actually said that uh, if you need a bracha, ask a, a soldier for a bracha. Somebody who puts his life out on the line, that's a different level. All right, so I just want to put out a balance. Uh, I'm not trying to chas criticize individuals. 
maybe the policies that they stand for, that's a different story. But why do we say that the people that count are the cults of a all those who go out to wage war. And this is where we have to understand the significance of the person who's being counted. It's not every little person. It's only somebody's somebody goes out to wage a war. And who were those that went out to wage the war? Say people that didn't have an Avera that they were afraid of. Those people went out to wage war. And I think that that's something that we have to understand, that the war that each and every one of us has to battle as a nation is one thing, but as individuals. We all have an internal struggle, a battle with none other than the Yetzirah. As it says in when you go out to war against your enemy, that's a Yetzer against. That's a fight against the Yetzer. Fighting the Yetzer is our number one challenge. So, Shalom, it could be that somebody who thinks that he doesn't matter, his battle with his Yetzer doesn't matter. Why? Because he's failed so many times. He feels that he lost the, not only the battle, he lost the war, and therefore he doesn't even bother to fight. So a person who feels that he's like that, chas v'shalom, he doesn't matter. But Akash is reminding us, no, it's you're the age of 20. The age of 20, you've got to go out and battle. You've got everything that it takes to put up a fight. You must battle. And when you do put up your dukes or whatever it is, that's when you've got your importance and that's when you have your significance. And that's what we need to know to prepare ourselves for Shavuos. Today is the 41st day of the Omer. It's Yisod Shep Yisod. Now the Shabbos siren is blaring here, 42 minutes before Shkia. Today's the Yorzeit of Shlubke's villa. This villa Rebbe was known to be a Kaddosh Vatar. Somehow or other they found, I don't remember how it came out, that he was, I think, the ninth in generations of someone who never had a Mikri Laila. He never had any uh, times that he became Tame. Uh, not in, you know, in any which way, shape, or form. Unbelievable Kedusha. His Ptir was on Yisod Shabi Yisod, very appropriate. But we need to know, where are we holding in our battles? And does Akash Baruch expect us to win the war? Or does he expect us to fight the battles? And when we each fight our prospective battles, it gives physic to the cloud. There's a general war that's going on, and there's individual battles. And everybody who wages his individual battle, and the times he's successful, it does unbelievable things for the entire cloud. And yes, we have to understand the opposite could be. A, a negative effect as well. But never give up. Keep on fighting. There are so many people who not only won battles that are seemingly they've won the war. And every Yid can do it. Because everybody can be a Yitzay Tzav of Yisrael. Hashem should bless us all to put up the fight, to realize that every, our fights matter. 
even if we failed a hundred times, if you have a heartbeat and you have a challenge, that means Hashem is showing you that your challenges matter. And I want you to battle. And when you battle and you win that battle, then everything is worthwhile. Shabbat should bless us to always realize our significance and that we each matter. And that Kosh Baruch should give us the koach and strength to not only win the battles, but we design to win the war. And hopefully we'll be to greet Mashiach Tzikainu with the Torah and the mitzvahs and Maisim Tovim, the Avas Yisrael, Avas Hashem, the years Hashem that we have. And we'll be celebrating the base of Mikdash, the Shruas. Zai Gebenst, have an amazing Shabbos.